nothing, 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 nothing you could do. Straight up. There's nothing you know the boy says. There's nothing. I don't know why you want to play with it. There's nothing you could do. Fifteen years, man. Yeah, That's man. a long time for you. This is it. This is it. You're done. This is it, man. This Final, it. finish. That's it. This is the finale. Yeah. How do you feel coming going out? Man, I feel great. You know, it's um it's an emotional journey. Yeah. You know, but um, for me, it's time. You know, I, it's, it's not time. I mean, I could probably stretch this out and keep going yeah. for several more years, but I've done mine. You know, I've, I've been there, done it. I've fought on every, every stage in the world. And I've got athletes that need my time. I got the kids that are coming up that need the guidance. I've got the guys that need me to be in the trenches with them physically, not just pointing fingers. Right. Uh, you know, for me, man, at the end of my career, I just, I had this feeling that I was done, right? I was watching and I just, I didn't feel like myself anymore. I couldn't compete at a high level. Um, but more importantly, I kind of just, my mentality changed and how I approached the game. I knew it was time for me to be done. When did you kind of know it was, it was your time or coming towards your time? Well, I opened my school uh, five years ago. Okay. Any school is where? Uh, California Mixed Martial Arts. We're in Gardena. Okay. Um, uh, right next to Inglewood, Long Beach. And I've got athletes that come in from all over the world now. I've got guys that are coming in following the same path that I did. I've got a couple guys that are living in their cars that are training with me. So it's like, I feel like it's my duty to guide these guys through the path that I went through so they don't have to go through the long journey of steps that I had to figure out on my own. And it's their time. They're young. These are guys that have got their entire lives ahead of them. And I never had anybody to coach me and guide me through the ways of, of being able to make this into something. And so for me, it's time to not be selfish anymore. I, I still think I can be just as competitive with the best guys in the world. I feel like I could get in the UFC right now and I could challenge any, anybody for, for any level of it. But the reality is, is that where my mind's at and my heart's at, my body's not at. Right. I, I, and I know that feeling. I'm like... Mentally, I can go out there and um, I still want to compete, right? You still want that, that, that competitive edge is still there. Um, but your body, man, Father Time, man, will catch up to all of us and say, look, I, I know you want to go and do this, but it, it's, it's coming to an end. Yeah, man. I mean, that's why when you go, you're trying to buy a new car and you look at the miles on it and it's got all those miles. That right. car is cheap as hell. And you're, you're like, you're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> right. So you, and you already kind of, know what you're transitioning out to but what is it going to mean to to you now that you have other other guys that you're going to kind of take on this big brother role that you know uh, someone that they need to look up to now what are you hoping to pass along to them so they can continue their journey for me i want to pass on a legacy i want these guys to be able to have the fullest opportunities from the start you know, when I was getting going, this sport was just getting started. I mean, right. it was one of those things where like, hey, you want to go fight in Tijuana, Mexico? I was like, yeah, let's go. 150 <laughs> bucks, cash, boom, let's hit it. <laughs> and I mean, that's how it all started back then. I mean, it wasn't even legal in California when I was fighting. I was fighting on the, we, got, we were the first sanctioned shows to fight here. I was on the first uh, title championship fights um, ever in the state of California. Wow. And I mean, now look what the sport is. And we got, the, we got these kids, man, that are just so talented and so hungry. They, they, they need the attention. And for me, I think it's an injustice for me to still be selfish at the, at the stage that I'm at. Unless my goal is to become UFC champion, there's no point for me to go fight by fight anymore. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you have a, a whole different level of passion and approach to this game. I know you talked a little bit about being homeless, and that's something that I can relate to because I was homeless twice like you was growing up. We lost our homes to fire, so it forced, forced me and my family to be homeless. What did that do to you? Like, did you grow thick skin? Because I know I did. I grew very thick skin because of my situations yeah. and how I grew up. Well, I grew up in a rough neighborhood, yeah. right? And I was, I was bullied my entire life. So that was part of what started building a thick skin. And the first time I went homeless was by choice. So that was a little bit different, right? It was by choice, but nobody understood it. And then the hardest thing I had to deal with was try to explain to people. So I made this choice of I'm gonna live in my car, but yet I still feel I felt like I had to explain to people why I was doing this. And so I was so influenced by what other people were judging me as. Like, right. oh, this kid is doing this, he's doing that. And I, I put this weight on my shoulders because of what I thought other people were thinking of me. And that's what that's what the issue was when I was growing up. Right. And it absolutely humbles you when you start realizing that it doesn't matter what happens in your life, that you have the decisions to think of who you are, how you are, and what you're gonna do. And the influences around you mean nothing, man. It means nothing. Right. And being homeless does, you know, it, it teaches you that, that you're on your own. It's you. you know it. And so the second time it happened, I was like, you know what? I've been here before. And I think that's where the thick skin comes from because I've been through things, I've been through rough things, and as long as this stays good, you're gonna turn that into a positive. Like I had this conversation um, with, uh, with my students the other day. I said, hey, here's the deal. If I lost everything tomorrow, the gym, my house, everything, if I lost everything, I'd be devastated for 24 hours. I would rebuild bigger, better tomorrow. That's right. So after this 15 year career, um, you, know, you transition out, you know what you wanna do. What's the legacy you kind of want to leave behind? Is you wanted people to know about you, how you approach your sport, um, how people look at you when it's all said and done? When I'm done, not just with fighting, right. but now it's like with my message, is that I want everybody to understand that it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing or what stage in your life you're at. We are all fighting for something. Yep. And for me, I've been fortunate enough to spend the last 15 years of my life actually fighting so I can articulate to other people, whether it's your family, your job, being homeless, whatever it is, you have to fight for what it is you want to achieve. And that context of fighting is what I stand by because it's allowed me to know who I am. And I think once we can all see that and what we are doing, we're all fighting at the end of the day. Absolutely. So July 6th, LXF2. LXF, July 6th. What are people going to see from you? July 6th, you're going to see a man who has put his entire life into this. And I am going to embrace the entire process as we lead up to training. And I will embrace the entire walk to that cage. And I will embrace every single moment that happens in that cage. I, I said it in one of these interviews the other day that I've spent... 15 years preparing for this 15 minutes. That's right. We're looking forward to it, man. Can't wait. My man. Got it.